The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Learning how to use social media to help you get a job can be an incredibly effective tool. Networking platforms like LinkedIn, which has over 2 million Irish users, help to connect recruiters with job seekers, but a strong profile is the key. I'm joined now by a recruitment trainer with the Communications Clinic, Barry McLaughlin. Barry, good morning. Good morning, Pat. So employers, um, recruiters certainly use LinkedIn, but employers themselves uh, generally, have they a curiosity about what uh, presence you have on social media? Absolutely. I mean, I work with people all the time who are applying for roles. And one of the things they often say to me, maybe just before the interview, is that my profile was looked up on LinkedIn or one of the uh, people who was going to interview me looked me up on LinkedIn. So it's actually really important that your online profile matches very closely what's on your CV. That, for example, you don't neglect your profile, either it's out of date, that some of the information you might have on it might be inaccurate or might not reflect what's on your CV. And also that you're you're seen to be, you know, if you're saying, for example, that you're someone that has good attention to detail, well, is everything you're posting up online, is it, a t- is it attention to detail? Is it aimed at the right audience? So I think if people are listening and they're thinking about changing career or raising their profile, you really need to make sure that you treat your, your online presence exactly like you would treat your CV or any other document that describes or reflects what you do okay. in the world. Now, st- sticking with LinkedIn, it appears that uh, some people just don't bother updating their LinkedIn. They might be doing something else entirely, but uh, they still appear to be working for a different company entirely. Yeah, that, that has happened. And, um, you know, I, I have a couple of examples where uh, people have been asked you know, at interview, well, you know, all these things that are on your CV, but you haven't updated your LinkedIn in 12 months or 18 months. And it's like everything else with social media, whether you're a company or an individual, it's only as good as the content you're putting up. And it's only as good as, I suppose, the content you're recognizing, who's your audience and what are you trying to achieve? So for example, if you were trying to carve out an online presence as a subject matter expert, well, you should be posting fairly regularly on the topic sharing information that is useful to your audience. Likewise, if you're somebody, and this happens a lot as well, where if you look at a LinkedIn profile and you see somebody is saying, open to new opportunities, that they're actually saying they're looking for work. Well, what's the track record, for example, that they're really good at finding useful information and sharing it, maybe uh, promoting information from their previous employer, maybe um, you know acknowledging work that colleagues have done. So actually, you can get a very good idea of what someone is like online, how attentive they are, and it's really you know how they think about their work, how they think about their sector. So it's actually really important that you keep that in mind if you're out there in the workplace or if you think there might be someone looking to to uh, speak to you about a potential new opportunity. Now, one of the things about uh, people's uh, profiles on LinkedIn is that it can be apparent that even though they're in employment, they're looking for a job. How does your existing employer react to that kind of appetite? Well, I think if you're if you're obviously putting something up online, open to new open to new opportunities, that's going to be a a, a, a very frank conversation with your your current employer. Um, I think one of the I, things I was that thinking recently, you know, the current controversy about the job of director general in RTE, where two candidates who are in perfectly good employment, uh, one in the UK and one here, um, are suddenly the stuff of media reporting, and you wonder how their current employers feel about their ambition to get out of town. 
Yeah, and <laughs> I think that's a, that's a, that would be uh, one of those, wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall in that HR meeting type of situations. But I suppose the thing is, Pat, that if you look at um, you know people who are ambitious and people are looking for the next opportunity, actually maybe employers need to think about, well, how do I keep my own people engaged what other opportunities do I give people? Um, how do I keep them, you know, rewarded? And I think one of the things we often see, and, and this is a problem that leaders have in general, is there are different ways to motivate people. So notwithstanding the, the specific question, how do you deal with uh, an employee who apparently wants to leave? I suppose you have to ask yourself as an employer, well, I've been keeping an eye on this guy or this girl. Have I been looking and giving them opportunities maybe to take on more responsibility? Maybe that there could be something like that behind that. But I think that's one of the things you also have to be ready for if you go in for an interview. Why are you applying for this role? Or indeed, why do you want to leave your current employer? That's a question you need to consider and prepare for as well. Now, LinkedIn, that is, uh, if you like, the, the the business end of things, and it's designed for uh, business contacts. What about your other social media presence, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or what you uh, tweet? I've come across only uh, told about this yesterday, people who use different names for those particular activities. They, um, you know, for their formal thing on LinkedIn, they'll give their proper name, which might be on their driving license, their birth cert. But for their social activities, they use uh, not their own name. Could be a name, Oskoelga, um, could be, you know, a nickname, could be something else, because they don't really want prospective employers checking out how drunk they were how many times last year. Well, I suppose it really goes back to the question, why are you putting this stuff up in the first place? Because, you know, if you're hearing these stories, and I've heard these stories as well, where um, not so much people have used different aliases or different names, but where people have actually been called out in relation to stuff on social media. And I'll give you a very quick example. And this is going back 10 years ago now. So this goes, this is not today or yesterday, but I knew of somebody who, shall we say, was going for a marketing job in a professional sporting organization. And he told his friends the weekend before the interview, he was going for an interview with this this team. And they said to him, look, you don't like this team. In fact, the last time our team played this team, we have a picture of you cheering on when one of their guys got injured. And he said, yeah, but I need a job, all that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, between the time he had that conversation and the time he did the interview, one of his friends thought it would be hilarious to put that picture up on Facebook and tag him. And the last question that guy was asked in the interview was, uh, he was shown an iPad and said, is this your social media Facebook page? Yes. Why is there a picture of you apparently jumping up and down on the sideline, cheering while one of our players is injured? Because if you can't explain it, how do we explain it to our own people as well? And obviously that was something that was just unearthed mm. in the 30 minutes before the interview. So it's not just what you put up yourself. I think you really need to be, you know, and, and in a professional age when, Companies are hiring people, not just because of their skills and experience, but we say this to all our clients when they come into us, when they're coming for interview training, they're actually looking at you and sizing you up. How would you engage with a, a client? How would you engage with a stakeholder? And if your social media is suggesting or can be linked back to you that it is any way less than professional, well, then you really have to look at why are you putting this stuff up and why are you creating difficulties okay, for so yourself? Okay, so how do you check? How do you check everyone in the your circles social media that you aren't tagged doing all sorts of things? You know, people go, for example, on a stag or a hen, mm. and they do incredibly silly things because that's the nature of the activity, and then that comes up, and out of context, it looks like you're a total idiot. 
Yeah, and I, I think the first thing it starts with a, a good old-fashioned Google search. Look yourself up, see what's new, what's what what has been posted recently. I don't think it's any harm for people to actually maybe every couple of months sit down and maybe Google and see. Well, for example, um, and, and going back to what we talked about earlier with LinkedIn, one of the things that people don't do enough of on LinkedIn, and maybe it's an Irish thing, we don't ask people for recommendations. So I would love to know, for example, that if there is a photo of me uh, doing something terrible or something I have to explain, I would love that maybe on the first or second page of a Google search, seven or eight commendations or recommendations come up way ahead of all that. So there are ways you can game it and there are ways you can make the the, the content that you can control uh, suitable and appropriate in terms of someone looking for a job search. So it actually goes back to asking people for recommendations, asking people for uh, feedback in terms of how they did and making sure that gets up on LinkedIn as well. But as I say, Pan, it's going back to searching and checking. And if you need to have a, a frank discussion with one of your friends who thinks it's hilarious to put something up that happened in Magaluf five years ago, you need to have that conversation. Yeah. Colin says on uh, our text screen, uh, LinkedIn is just social media. Nobody pays attention to it as most profiles have exaggerated nonsense on them. Yeah, and if that is the case, you have to ask yourself, well, am I doing myself harm by exaggerating on my uh, uh, LinkedIn profile what, when I put on my CV, is very, very different? So this goes back to treating it like a CV, keeping it up to date. One of the things I would suggest to anyone listening, both for a CV and anything you put up online, like LinkedIn, for example, try and focus on achievements. It's very easy when you're writing a CV to get bogged down in the day-to-day. I did this. I was part of this team. I was involved in this. But what did you achieve at the end of the week, the month, the quarter, the year? They're the kind of things that will make you stand out on social media. And that's rather where the, than just isn't that where the lies come in? <laughs> you know, people being creative. Because really what I achieved last month was my paycheck. I got paid. Uh, you know, well, did, yeah. and well, nothing well, else. I, you know, I'm one of a number of ciphers in a company, uh, you know, a tech company where there are dozens of people doing my job. We're all doing the same thing, hitting our targets. But that's about it. Yeah, you will have some people like that, Pat. But I also see some incredibly successful and competent and credible people who, when I sit down and look at their CV and maybe I'm helping them draft a CV for uh, applying for a job and, and actually your CV should be tailored to each role but they forget to describe their achievements it's a very Irish thing where it's almost actually look I talk about it in the interview but actually being able to say well actually hang on what did I deliver if I was sitting down with my boss and this wasn't an interview this was an appraisal what would I be saying to maybe get a better uh, paycheck to get better terms and conditions what are the achievements I actually have they're the kind of things you really need to focus on online and on your CV as well. Barry McLaughlin, recruitment trainer with the Communications Clinic. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.